It's Quick Tip Tuesday. You have questions, I have answers, and I am so glad to be answering them for you today. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, pop into my DMs on Instagram at Fig and Farm. Send me an email at figandfarmathome at gmail.com or join the Facebook group and ask there. bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. Let's hop to it. Let's answer your question. And if you find value in this, I'm sure someone else will too. So make sure you share with a friend. We have a good question today and I am so excited to dive in. Now, I know I say we have good questions each week, but we really, really do. And when I get a picture to go along with the good question, that is when I can really, I hope, help answer it in a way that serves you a little bit better than it might otherwise. So I got a question along with pictures this week, and I'm super excited to dive in to answer the question. And I'm going to do my very best to describe to all of you what I'm seeing in the picture so that you can um, visualize what it is I'm talking about. So this question comes from Melinda and Melinda says, Hello, I recently found your podcast and I love it. I've been soaking up all of your wisdom, smiley face. It's so timely because we're getting ready for a move across the country at the beginning of the year. The idea of starting over in a new home is overwhelming. My question for you is about color schemes. Our new house has brown carpet in several rooms, but gray tile in the main living, living space, and most of the house is painted gray. Brown and gray and an interesting, are an interesting color combo for me, and I'm not sure what to do with it. Do you have a certain color scheme that you think would work for that combo? I've attached a picture of the front room. That's a previous owner's picture of furniture, not ours, by the way. And if you're not able to provide thoughts, no worries. Okay, Melinda, I just want to say, first of all, thank you so much for tuning in and um, listening. I really appreciate it, but I really appreciate you reaching out and telling me, uh, giving me a little bit of feedback. Sometimes it is really tricky doing this job that I call a job, (laughs) doing this thing, sitting behind the mic and talking to you because sometimes I don't know who I'm talking to. So Sometimes it feels quite honestly like I am speaking to the wind and maybe someone is listening here and someone is listening there. So to know that you're listening and to know that um, you are getting a little bit of value makes me really smile. And so you made my day. All right, let's answer your question. But I'm going to answer your question about the color scheme last because I have a lot of information about the room in general. So for all of you listening who are not Melinda, I want to describe what it is I'm seeing. I'm seeing a picture from the entryway door. The entryway door is is solid wood, it's white, and the walls are painted a very light gray. The gray has a little bit of undertones to it that might be a little on the blue side, but really it is a, a pretty true gray. And I don't know what gray that is, but it looks lovely and looks like a very nice neutral. The hallway leading from the door down into the main room, the main, what looks like living room, kitchen, dining room, is a large tile, maybe a 24 by 24 inch tile square. And the color of that tile, she mentioned gray, but I'm actually seeing quite a bit of brown. So it looks like a muddled design to me. And 
muddled, what I mean is like if you took a rag and kind of sponge painted, it would look like that. That's what I mean when I say muddled. And so I'm seeing lots of grayishes and um, browns and grays within that tile. So I don't think it reads either brown or gray. I think it's a nice combo of the two. When you're at the front door facing the main room, on the right is um, the first sitting room. And that sitting room, you can see the brown carpet. The brown is a medium tone brown. It's not too dark and not too light. And on the walls is like a cornflower blue. And the, the shape of the room um, is rectangular. It looks like there's a door that's leading into maybe the kitchen, um, a butler's pantry, something like that. Um, it's a really lovely blue and it's, it's pretty deep. It's a deep color. And then what you notice is the ceiling and the ceiling is planked, wood plank wall. Um, and the color of the wood tends to be a little bit more gray, very slight wood, warm wood tones. Um, there's even some like blue undertones in the gray, but it's all, um, it's all planked in that wood. And then of course we see the remainder of the hall. There are a couple windows in there. Okay. So did I set the stage for you? And Melinda, how'd I do? Did I do okay describing that room? It looks really lovely. It looks like a really nice space to me, um, which is so exciting, exciting for you. I want to tell you too, that I know, I know moving anywhere can be super overwhelming and moving across the country, especially if you have little ones with you can be really, um, really hard, but it can also be a wonderful adventure. So Melinda, I am thinking about you as you prepare um, these last few weeks before Christmas and before you move. I'm thinking about you and um, wishing you such a great new adventure in your new home. Um, but back to the question. So she asks about color schemes, but before I answer about the color schemes, I want to say what's happening here. And I think that a lot of us can be or have found ourselves in a very similar situation. And that situation is um, starting with a home that may have had a brown foundation and then trends change and the gray started swooping in and the gray started swooping in and about 10 years ago. And a lot of us wanted to um, paint our walls because gray was a new color, but we were still left with the carpet and the carpet we couldn't necessarily take out or replace. Same with the flooring. So a lot of us have been or still are in a similar situation, including myself. I moved into a very brown home and quickly realized that that wasn't going to happen for me, but I couldn't do anything about the carpet, though I am waiting. <laughs> okay, so what I've noticed about this color scheme right now that you have going on is the gray and the brown are playing very nicely together. Now, if you were to redesign your home, you probably wouldn't deliberately choose those two colors, but I think these are salvageable. I think that you could continue with the grays and the browns happily if we address a couple of the other things. So that's what we're going to talk about right now. But the reason they are playing so nicely together is because of the tile flooring. That tile flooring is is, um, this is very dramatic, but you, you, you guys know, if you've been listening for a while that I make dramatic statements, <laughs> but the tile flooring is acting like a very nice referee. The referee who is saying gray and brown, you play nicely together. 
because it has a little bit of both. It has the gray and the browns muddled together. It has a grayish appearance to it. So that tile flooring sitting right next to the brown is making it so that you can see the browns pop out of the tile. But that tile flooring sitting next to the gray walls is also serving a very important purpose and it's making the grays pop out. So that tile is really important. If that tile were in fact all brown carpeting, then I might suggest let's change the entire foundation color of your wall. Um, but it's not. It's actually serving a very nice, it's doing a really nice job of helping those two colors play nicely together. One of the things I do notice though, when I look at that room and I look at the um, the sitting room, I'm noticing that there are three things competing for your attention. I'm noticing that the brown carpet, which is really catching your eye, um, is sitting right next to that deep blue. And then you have the focal ceiling wall. And those three things, you're not entirely sure where to land your eye because you have three different things competing for your attention. Now, I kind of think the carpet is competing for your attention, even though it really shouldn't be, but it's an easy fix. So you have a couple options if you wanted to keep the gray walls as they are, because I know painting an entire house when you move in, especially if you're moving in with kiddos, is a lot of work. It can be exciting, but you can also get very, very tired <laughs> very quickly. So one thing I would do, what I notice about the rest of the home is that you see the, the color of gray going from the hallway, the entryway hallway down to the main area and it's staying the same. So what would happen if we painted that same gray over the blue walls? Well, first of all, you'd wanna make sure you have some primer, but you could do it and you could lighten that blue wall. And if you did that, your brown rug would be contrasting enough to the gray but then the ceiling would pop and the ceiling would pop in a way that makes it stand out in a good way. Right now that ceiling is competing with the blue and it's competing with the brown. You can really see clearly how kind of dramatic all three of those elements are. So you could eliminate the blue and paint that room gray and you could have a really nice, um, very easy foundation to work with. It would be super cohesive straight off the bat. Um, one thing to keep in mind if you did that is the color of the wood tones on the wall, they're not really warm. And in this picture, you can see a, a really warm, um, like pecan or, or some kind of wood tone piano. And that competes dramatically with the wood tone of the ceiling. Now I know that piano is not yours, but if you could imagine wood tone furniture, I don't know what you're going to be moving into that space, but if you could imagine wood tones similar to that, um, they compete a little bit with what's happening with the ceiling. So bringing in furniture that might have some similar tones to what's happening on your ceiling could be um, a really great way to tie that room together with the furniture that's going that you're going to be bringing in. And you could have a little bit of warmth in the wood, but not a whole lot and certainly not something that is as big as that piano. Okay, that's one option. Another option is to keep the blue or, or maybe even paint that still gray, 
but then paint the ceiling. Now I'm imagining, I don't know Melinda, but I'm imagining that that ceiling, because it really is a very beautiful ceiling, is something that drew your attention to the home when you decided to buy it. And so paint, the idea of painting, it could be um, just a, a non-starter. And if that's the case, go for the walls, take care of the walls, and I think you'll be a lot happier. But one thing, if you, if that wall wasn't, you're still on the fence, you weren't sure, sure you like it, but you could do without it. I would leave the planks because they are, it's going to add a fun textural element to the room, but I would paint that then the same color as the rest of the ceilings in your home. So now you've eliminated the focal point for the ceiling and now you have that blue focal point for the wall and that could be a really lovely starting place. Of course, you could eliminate the blue too. You could still paint the ceiling that same ceiling color as the rest of your home. You could paint the blue that same color of gray and then you're starting with a very light and airy foundation and then bringing in colors to go with that um, is a whole different ball game. And either one of those options is going to create cohesiveness within the room and it's going to make the brown carpeting not seem so brown, but that gray is, is subtle enough and it um, acts as a very nice neutral. Now I know that there are other things happening within your home and you mentioned that there's brown carpeting elsewhere. So if gray by itself is the problem, you could, no matter what foundation color you start with, I want you to think about having a very, um, a very light colored neutral. You could eliminate the gray altogether and go with white. It is going to make the grays from the, um, it is going to make that tile appear a little bit different, not in a bad way. It's going to make the grays pop out more as gray and it's going to make the brown pop out of more as brown. Um, but that could be a good thing, actually. Now, how do you feel about white? <laughs> you do want to have um, a white that has a very subtle warmth, uh, a warm undertone to it. You don't want a heavy, heavy, um, like creamy white, because I think that will, that will compete with the gray flooring in a way that's not helpful. I think it will complement the brown, but it could make the brown feel a little bit more warm and dramatic than it already is. So if you do white, go for a very subtle, warm undertone. Um, the other thing too, you asked about what color scheme. Now, anytime you have um, browns and you want to kind of tone down the brown, now we could be talking about like warm oak kitchen cabinets from the 1980s. And I do want you to imagine that for a minute, though I know that you don't have that in your home, or at least I can't see that. But a lot of us do. A lot of us are working with um, a home that is has the really warm uh, kitchen cabinets. And, and then we're looking at our space and thinking, oh, this doesn't work. So anytime you have that and you want to tone down the warmth, you can do that with a cool color. I always gravitate towards blue. It's just something that I really love, but you could gravitate towards greens as well because they are not warm colors. When you add warm on warm, it creates, um, it, it adds to the illusion of that warmth instead of calming it down. And you want the contrast rather than the complement in that case. So Melinda, having a cool color 
as your accent color is a really good thing. Uh, having blues or greens as your accent. I would steer clear from any warm color, reds, oranges, yellows. Steer clear from those because you want to not accentuate the brown. You want to downplay it. And that's one of the reasons I'm saying look at the furniture you're bringing in and have, um, if there's any wood tones, what are those wood tones and make sure they're not the really warm ones like this piano that is in the picture. There's one other thing I want to address in this picture. And one thing to you listeners that you don't see is when you are looking at the front door and your room now is to the left, what I can see in Melinda you'll notice here is the placement of the furniture. Now again, this is not your home, but when you do move in, um, one thing that they have done in this room is they have placed all of their furniture in one corner of the room. They have a small sofa, they have a plant stand or a little um, coffee table, a plant stand behind it, a chair that matches the sofa, and then two little chairs. And all of that is put into one corner of, this, of the room. And you can create a nice seating area without the furniture sitting directly on those walls. So um, keep that in mind and think about furniture placement so that it doesn't feel so heavy in one area of the room. Could you have that gray chair sitting opposite of the couch? You could. Even, or, or the couch sitting opposite of those gray chairs, you could. And what it would mean is that you would have a, a nice separation. You'd have a defining seating a defined seating area within that space. And that's okay because you're not passing through that room to go anywhere else. You're passing right behind it in the hallway. So having um, a defined seating area and not right up next against that wall will be helpful as well. And Melinda, I hope that answered your question. I know it was a little more than you bargained for, and maybe painting the ceiling wasn't even on your radar, but if you focus on the foundation, I think the rest will fall into place. Be sure to ask any more questions as you move across the country and start settling into your new home, and I wish you all the best. And as for the rest of you, if you have a question that you would like answered on the air, send me an email at figandfarmathome at gmail.com. And make sure, just like Melinda, you sent me some pictures so that I can see really what it is I am answering. All right, until next time, I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, Join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.